0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for the final day of a trading week. And with me, therefore, for the opening is Nick Kunza from Sandam Private Wealth. Well, I think we might have to start with what's happening overseas and the, the, the rioting in Minneapolis, Minnesota, because of the, what I see as the murder of a black chap called George Floyd. I don't know if you've watched the videos, Nick, but they're very, very difficult to watch.
1: I, I started to watch it, and when you started to sort of uh, call out, I kind of turned away, and then I've, I've been following the, I guess I've been following the, the story from afar, but I mean, it, I mean, America's got you know, huge racial divides and issues, as we know, and I think those divides getting wider and wider with the, with the current person who's sitting in the in the White House now, um, and, and you and know, I were talking off air. I mean, this could be a decisive moment for his election campaign in November, um, because those pictures and the rioting obviously it's early hours of the morning in America now, and there is literally sort of turmoil on the streets at the moment. Um, And I think this is going to become quite a serious serious point. It
0: really is. I mean, if the election was tomorrow, he would lose the election immediately because there's no self-respecting African-American man or woman that's going to vote for him after his last tweet, which came out two hours ago, which says – when the looting starts, the shooting starts, and he called the people thugs. Now, in my sort of pseudo-liberal mind, I would have said, yeah, the actions of the looters and the opportunists are indefensible, but on the other hand, the actions of other people, the the, the protesters, are understandable. So indefensible and understandable. But he just comes out and calls them thugs and looting and shooting, and he's, he's basically saying, let's fight violence with violence, which, I don't know, it just doesn't seem very presidential. To me.
1: Oh, I mean, but aren't his true colors on, on display? I mean, remember what happened previously when he uh, referred to there are good people uh, in the last set of, of rioting that happened, uh, referring to the sort of uh, the, the, the Dixie flag waving rednecks as good people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, you talk about where, where, you know, on the sort of ground zero where it's happening, but I mean, it's starting to spread. I mean, in New York yesterday as well, I mean, there's some quite ugly pictures coming out of New York with uh, clashing with police and marching and, you know, this, uh, this young, this young chap, George Floyd, whose death it was, um, sure. I think this is going to escalate, you know, and we could easily see, see things <laughs> spreading more and more, um, yeah, it's a, it's a decisive moment I think for America.
0: Could you imagine if it was a, if it was a black police officer uh, sitting on the neck of a white man or woman? It, can you imagine? the storm that there would have been. But anyway, mm. let's not talk about that now. Let's talk about the JSC Securities Exchange. And this morning, I'm going to start with the spot prices. This hasn't been the most eventful night. Again, a little bit of a turnaround last night on the New York Stock <coughs> Exchange, NASDAQ, mm. uh, Wall Street, and all those other uh, places where indexes are housed. Uh, it's sort of, it, it, it was up for most of the day. And then suddenly, everyone said, no, wait a second, Twitter, the, <laughs> it the, was, the Twitter story, uh, we're going to bring everything yes. down a little bit, don't you think?
1: Yeah, it was, it was literally the last, last 60 minutes, the final hour of trading on Wall Street. And as you said, um, it was literally after, uh, apparently also Donald Trump came out with a tweet and said he wants to hold a news conference on China today. (laughs) Um, And literally as that came out, S&P slid from at one point being up as much as 1% uh, to close down 0.2%. Dow Jones as well down 147 points after being up quite nicely. Um, And quite honestly, I mean, this still, puts, this still puts the the index on for, I think, on May. We're in target for the American markets on May, or the S&P anyway, to be up about 4% for the month, which is its, which is its best track, I think, since back in uh, May 2009. Mm. So some quite significant moves nevertheless. But as you said, final hour, Trump up to couldn't help himself and uh, knocked the market into negative. And today, as we're seeing a little, a little bit of a pause, I think, today.
0: May's been a hell of a month. Selling man go away, please. Let's stop. Let's stop that now. Let's ban that. I mean, if mm. this if this was China, they would actually ban something like that because it's just it's blatantly false. You don't sell in May and go away. That that's mm. from decades ago. Occasionally it worked, but it's been in the most amazing May, uh, in in so many ways. Now let's have a look at the um, spot prices. As I said, the dollar and. 17.57 British pound against the rand, twenty-one sixty-six. euros rand is 19.52 Euro dollar. Wow, that Euro dollar keep, mm. keeps on going. One ten fifty yesterday when we spoke with David. Now one eleven oh five. Another stick, quarter stick of a percent your, fall for the dollar. This is
1: big. Stick this on. Stick this on your watch list. Yeah, this this to me is the. There's two things to watch at the moment. Uh The one is the offshore roomery. Mm. Where, which is obviously that the Chinese currency versus the, the, the unofficial rate of the dollar. And the other thing to watch is the euro dollar. I and mean, this is two big numbers. It's both the 110 years, and it's now 111 this morning. I think this is, mm. stick this one on your watch list. Yeah,
0: it's a big one. Um, let's have a look at uh, Dow Jones last night before we get to the all-important commodities, which aren't really doing much given the weaker dollar, but we'll come to that in a second. Dow Jones last night was down 0.6%, mostly in the last half hour or so. Uh, S&P was down 0.2%. NASDAQ was down nearly half percent Dow Jones futures this morning also under a little bit of pressure, 0.4% weaker now. In the Far East, in Tokyo down 0.2%. Shanghai in China uh, up 0.2%. And the Hang Seng in Hong Kong uh, another day down 0.8%. Australia's All Share Index in Sydney down 1.4%. Currently, gold is flat, strangely enough, despite the move on the dollar to the downside. 1719. Platinum is up three dollars to 836 dollars an ounce. And palladium
1: is what? Nick. Yeah, the same. Uh, just up five dollars, quarter percent. Uh, One thousand nine hundred and forty dollars per ounce.
0: Oil's been looking a little bit tired over the last couple of days. What's it doing this morning? As I refresh my oil price Com screen now down again it's thirty two ninety four for the west texas down 2.22, two point two 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 point bishop desmond two two percent and uh, brent crude oil is down just over one and a half percent at thirty four dollars seventy four and that west texas to brent crude um, differential has narrowed again um, right what else have we got uh, JSE securities exchange what's the mood before we get on to stock exchange news
1: service announcements? I think I think somber would strike it. it it's it's uh, it is the end of a quarter. <clears throat> I think it's been the end of a quite a bad quarter. Mm. We've been a lockdown for sixty, uh, I think six. What are we now? Sixty three, sixty four days in South Africa. We've been down a uh, lockdown for sixty four days, which is almost the majority of the quarter. So I feel like it's it's uh, just the end of a bit of a tough one, and, and I, I don't think it's going to be. You know, we talk about the window dressing, Lindsay, I, I think people are just. You know, as I said, that somber mood. There is a rebalancing on the emerging market index later. We can what is that? I'm the MSCI.
0: Tell us about that now.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. So, so yeah. So, so once, once every six months. So it's it's not as frequent as you think. Uh, only twice a year. The emerging market MSCI index, which is a, which is one of the most watched indexes in the world, uh, that gets a rebalancing. So the stocks that sort of lag. Uh, or don't perform, they sort of get booted out uh, if they re- don't reach a certain capitalization. And the same way on the other side. So stocks that have run hard and done well uh, get get put back into that index. South Africa's been a big reciprocant of it. There's been a lot of our big counters that have done well over the years. And I guess I was, I was just chatting to a client earlier. I, think I wonder if this is not almost an indictment of South Africa's economy and where we are at the moment that for the first time, and I can remember, on this re this afternoon, there is no South African shares from the JSE being added to the MSCR Emerging Market Index. We only have ones that have been taken out, which mm. I think that says everything we need to know. There are six counters of South African JSE shares that have been dropped out of the MCR. They are Telcom, yeah. uh, Liberty Holdings, right. Investec Limited, uh, Fortress A, Redefine and uh, the Foschini Group. So going into today's close, uh, just a warning to anyone who's listening, who trades the market, just be careful of those counters. It might be a bit of volatility.
0: Telcom, Liberty, Investec up. Limited, Redefine, Fortress A, Fortress a and the Foschini Group, TFG. Okay, Correct. Well watch out for those ones, although I think people will have uh, done quite a bit of their selling already. There could be some Pretty Johnny. Much, yeah. yeah, there could be some Johnny come lately. though. So on the stock exchange news service this morning, we had a set of results out from Nampac. Uh, share price responding quite nicely. Last time I saw it, despite the fact it's now a small cap, was up three and a half percent. Was that part of your morning meeting?
1: Uh, it wasn't. We did briefly touch on it. Uh, there were a couple that that did come out this morning. Uh, I see there's also an announcement on Rainet as well. Um, Nampek is one that you know it's not in our sort of uh, managed portfolios in our sort of house view, but it's certainly one that's mentioned a lot. And I think a lot of people sort of think this is quite a good um, indication of South Africa, and if you want exposure to the local market. Like, I mean, this is about as close as the coalface as you get. I think today's move, I think, you know, by the rumor, sell the news for me, Lindsay. I mean, the stock is down 82% year to date. I don't mm. think there's many like that. Um, and it is and it is a very well-run company. And if those who are, pre- who are prepared to take a little bit of a dip, I mean, the stock is trading on a P of 2.6 earnings on a P. I mean, that is cheap. Um, and bearing in mind, they didn't just run the uh, – no dividend club. They have no dividend club. They have been on it for a while. And just reiterated they they're not going to be reinstating dividends currently. Um, but I didn't think at first glance. I think, I mean, this is kitchen sink and, and all the rest. There's not much much more to come out of this. And um, at first glance, those headlines. There's is a, a conference call later. We'll be dialing in for. But uh, as I said, I don't think it looks so bad. 2.6 2. PE, those who want to have a go, mm. have a
0: look at them. And 2.6% up at the moment on the JSC mm. Securities Exchange, Capital and Counties, statement regarding press speculation about acquisition of a chunk of a company called Shaftesbury. Envest uh, Financial Holdings Limited, they came out with their results. That's a small cap uh, financial services company. Robex, audited results for the year, ended 29th of February, a month late. Nothing has happened there, uh, so we don't need to go to that one. Uh, Renette, yeah. Uh, mm. up a, a little bit this is when you will be looking at
1: yeah definitely i mean we have a couple a lot of clients that own it we have a couple of our portfolios um obviously this is a bit of a, a talking point for people because the majority of their nav of this particular account is made up of the likes of british american tobacco um and of course um of course, the the the, the members of uh, the management of Raynet, you know, it is a holding company, so they do pay themselves a healthy dividend, uh, as you would expect. Um, and of course, this morning, no changes there. They will be paying a dividend. Uh, I mean, I saw a number: the results paid from uh, just the just the the British American Tobacco dividend payment to Raynet. I mean, it was almost half a billion euros. I mean, it's quite an extraordinary number hey? um, that 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 they are relying on. That so, it's been a great investment for them. But it has been a bit of a contentious talking point. You know, d- does just because you're getting a big dividend from British American Tobacco, I mean, do you, does management pay themselves a management fee? Well, apparently, yes. But um, yeah, you know, let's see how this one does. A bit unchanged at the moment. Okay, uh, that's
0: that out the way. Let's just just scroll up and see if there's anything come out in the last 10 minutes or so. Narafi Resources, no, that's not one that need to detain us. Investor, pre close investor update from Liberty, 2 degrees. Uh, Renagen Financial Results, don't know that one, hasn't traded. Steinhoff International Holdings, audited results for Steinhoff Investment Holdings Limited, nothing there. And that's it, really. Let's have a look mm. at uh, the, the the share price movements on the JSC Securities Exchange this morning. Again, a quick refresh of the screen, and you can update me if you want. Kumba Iron Ore is up seven point three percent. African Rainbow Minerals up five and quarter percent. Goldfields up three point one percent. We'll call it. Capital and Counties up two and two thirds. it's always there, but anyway, we have to mention it. Up two and a half percent. So, uh, Iron Ore, uh, diversified mm. miner, and gold top three. Um, what is that?
1: Well, I mean, I, I've been keeping up. up there's, a, there's a those who are interested, if you follow these shares. There's a there's an exchange in China called the Dalian Exchange. Yes, uh, that is where the majority of iron ore uh, sort of futures trade, um, and it's quite a good one to watch in the morning. So, the iron ore futures this morning. Funny enough, given all the sort of. Uh, a little bit of uncertainty in China and all the rest of it with Donald Trump, surprisingly, that uh, that index. Iron futures this morning up 3.2%. Uh, on track now, they close in the next hour, but they'll be their fifth straight weekly gain. Um, and their front-month contract for iron ore for September up 3.2%, now back over $100 per tonne. And I guess, Lindsay, this has been, a, you know, it's, such, it's one of those sort of, it's like copper, it's one of those, those sort of, um, Uh, commodities that that got quite a good sort of barometer to the economy. So I guess as, as, uh, you know, economies are opening up, as China was obviously the first to open up a while ago, this iron ore futures price has been ticking higher and higher and higher. It's five weeks in a row. Quite extraordinary. So that's, mm. that explains your your Kumba iron ore and, and African rainbow and the like. But uh, quite a good one to watch. But I think it, I think it bodes well. I think that bodes well to see that price running.
0: So Gosan just uh, slipped in its results at about uh, 15 minutes ago. These are the results to the end of the uh, end of the month of March uh, annual results total income for the year was 4.5 billion rand uh, compared to 4.4 billion rand over the previous comparable period 2% above the prior year 2% growth in hotel rooms revenue and 7% growth in food and beverage revenue offset by a 7% reduction in property rental income 7% reduction in other income that's, the, that's to the end of March um, mm,
1: not really a true reflection is it probably not I don't no. know maybe not you know if it's speaking Along a similar segment, uh, Sun International. I know you know. I've been talking about it a while. It's been on the lead, so the lager board. Mm. Um, and uh, we spoke about it with David and a few other times. Quite interesting. I was just looking at some notes yesterday. So yesterday it was was top of the downside. It was down twelve eight percent yesterday, broke through 10 Rand for the first time. I was just thinking, you know, that brings its five-day move. Just this week, Lindsay, Sun mm. International is down 23% on the week. Mm. It's down 42% of the last 30 days. Lots of rumors doing the sort of virtual water cooler rounds, might be a rights issue, etc. I just did some homework yesterday. I mean, this company now sitting with 13 billion rands of debt, and what do you think its market cap is?
0: No, seven,
1: eight. What? 1.1. 1. 1. Oh dear. Mm. So I, the expression springs to mind something has to give. 13 billion a debt, 8. 8.8 billion is local. Um, and I just last night's close puts its market cap of 1.1 1. 1 billion. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to work out someone needs help there.
0: Um, Okay, let's have a look at the the, the prospect statement from Sokol's Sun here. It says here, this financial year has been one of highs. I don't know who wrote this. With the... (laughs) 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 Looking forward to the bottle stores opening on Monday, probably, this person. This I'll repeat that. The prospect statement. This financial year has been one of highs, with the group celebrating its 50th anniversary. Okay, that's good. And the separate listing of Sogo Sun Hotels on the JSC. A short nine months later, the group experienced the low of having to deactivate Mm. the vast majority of its hotels... And goes on. So it says, well, it was one of highs,
1: but then unfortunately, it's, I've a, it's a bad, badly written, don't you this, think? I mean, this is horrific. The stock is down 82.7% year to date. 82%. You've written off in the first six months of this year, you've wiped out, you know, 82% of the shareholder value. And the statement is what? This financial
0: year been, has been one of highs.
1: I mean, come on. I, I need to beep my phone yeah, this is, this is That's insane. I mean, who wrote this thing?
0: I'm just going to have a look. at. No, I'm not going to be nasty, but, it, 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 but it it, it, be it's You can't be nasty. But I mean, come on,
1: guys. I mean, we've had a bad year. We're all looking forward to getting things better. But when a stock is down 82%, don't tell me it's been a year of highs. Mm. I mean, you're literally scraping the barrel of lows for the last six months.
0: Uh, have a guess. Uh, you've got, oh, this is, this is my question. You know? Have they or have they not declared a dividend? It's not a difficult answer.
1: Guess not, no.
0: As outlined in the pre-listing statement, the group has intended to apply cash resources generated during the initial fifteen months post the listing towards the settlement of the offshore division's dollar-denominated interest-bearing debt. Uh, The directors considered it prudent to retain cash resources in order to ensure, et cetera, et cetera. So, in other words, no final cash dividend.
1: Well, I would like, I would like a couple of uh, sort of long-term shareholders to please maybe. I don't know. Maybe they can write a sort of a a statement for it. I'm just working out now on my calculator. Divide that by 27.75. From the highs, from the highs, the long-term shareholders of Sunrise National have seen their share price drop 94%. Mm. It's gone from 28 rand back in uh, July uh, 2016 to close night just over two bucks a share. Okay, Can mm-hmm. you right. wound up on a Friday morning. Uh, yeah. Please just relax.
0: Uh, on the downside today on the JSC so far, uh, we've got TFG down four point seven percent. That's linked to the MSCI rebalancing, I suppose. Fortress A, same story, down mm-hmm. four and a quarter percent. Investec PLC uh, down three and a half percent. All Liberty of the above. Yeah. Every single one on the bottom five are the ones that you mentioned that are getting kicked out of the MSCI. Mm.
1: And interesting enough, quite a, there used to be quite a Good trading strategy amongst the punters it used, to be called, it used to be called ad deletes. And what you typically do is you're, you're clever people locked in the room with their PhDs that work out what stock is going in, what stock is going out, relative to their market caps on different closing prices. And, of course, the traders or the proprietary desks would buy the ones going in and sell the ones going out. But interestingly enough, what's happened recently is, is the markets have become almost so efficient and so more real-time that you do it the other way. So, I mean, here's one for us to look at a Monday morning. What I would suggest is you buy... We buy the ones that are going out, all the ones you mentioned now. We buy them in the auction tonight. Right. And let's, and let's see where they are Monday morning because what typically happens is they have to then do the rebalancing tonight. You buy them in the auction. They should pop on the Monday. Let's see. But well, a bit of fun.
0: Why don't we do a Hail Mary uh, hedge fund? We buy the ones that are going out and sell the ones that are going in. Hmm. Exactly. That. That's
1: what you do. The yeah, ad deletes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good. Fantastic. What are the uh, JSE indices looking like after 54 minutes of trading on this Friday, please?
1: Okay, well, I think, I think, yeah, I think the, the 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 red on my screen kind of sums it up, but it's not too red. Uh, the all share still holding that fifty-one thousand level, fifty-one thousand one hundred and fifty down, 047 percent, or two hundred and forty points down. Uh, JSC top forty down a half percent, down two hundred and sixty-four, and it is a little bit of a mixed bag at the moment. We have basic materials index up one point one eight, utilities up a little bit more, technology shares up 04 percent. The small cap index is the only one really indecently in the green, up 0.15. And on the downside, we have healthcare down 0.75%, energy shares down 1.1. Lindsay pointed out that oil price, Selsol, obviously one of the laggers there, uh, and consumer cyclicals down 1.37. And finally, financials. That index
0: down 1.4%. Nick, thanks so much for your time. Hopefully, you'll calm down a little bit after that uh, soko Sun Prospect Statement first sentence, although they did qualify it later, to be fair, but I'll tweet about that. Uh, that was the opening. Nick Kunzer is from Sunland Private Wealth, and he'll be back with me for the 5 o'clock shadow just after 5. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position